Welcome back to the Tribal Brand Podcast. I am Ewinton, also known as Patrick, also known as Patman, and can be construed as being a knucklehead. At least I used to be. I hope everybody out there in podcast land is doing fantastico. I'm doing okay up here in the Pacific Northwest. The weather's turning, but it's still awesome. Coming up on Halloween. Uh, So, today is my one and only blood daughter's birthday. Yeah, Rachel. October 26th, 1983. That's when she was born. And I'd never known anything like that. Any kind of joy and emotions like that or since. Yeah. And one time my ex-wife had the nerve to say, Your daughter Rachel's birthday is on the 26th of October, just in case you forgot. Now, is that a fucking jab? Or is that a fucking jab? Like, fuck you. I mean, that takes some kind of fucking nerve, right? To say that shit to me after she'd already stolen away my daughter and her new husband adopted her. Unbeknownst to me. Yeah, I remember. I told you guys about that. Yeah, how can you even fucking say that to me? You got some kind of fucking nerve. And then she'll say, your daughter. What? You fucking took her away from me. You know, I know she's my fucking daughter. Fucking batch. Anyway, it's her birthday, and I'd never known anything like that before. The emotion and love and fucking happiness and sheer fucking joy. When my daughter blessed my fucking life. You know? I'll never forget that birthday. I'll never forget that fucking moment. Man. I cut her fucking cord, dude. That was the most human connection I've ever fucking had. And ever fucking will. My son was born. 1986. He was a blessing, of course. But my daughter was every fucking thing to me. I don't even know how I lived through that shit. I don't even know how I managed to pull my ass through there. But I did it. And here I am. Don't say that shit to me. I love my daughter to the end of the earth. Yeah, I'm a little pissed at her right now. Really fucking pissed. Because she's a fucking grown-up and knows how to make her own fucking decisions. All that fucking bullshit excuse is fucking over, man. Last I heard, she's down there in Texas, living in the Texas fucking heat. I think she keeps moving away from her mother because her mother probably tries to control her just like her mother's mother fucking controlled her. And she doesn't want that to happen for her kids. So good on you, Rachel. Happy birthday. I hope everybody's doing well. So I'm at work on Monday and I'm out in the middle of 14th Ave in Capitol Hill flagging for the cabinet guys because they brought a big fucking truck full of fucking cabinets. This truck was so fucking huge when it backed in under the canopy it still stuck its fucking nose out in the street so Patman has to flag. It's not my typical job but I am certified to do so. So I did it to get this thing done. I didn't have any cones out, didn't have any fucking other flagger, you know, the bullshit. So I parked my truck down on the end of the block because there's no fucking where else to park. So I'm out there flagging, and I get done, and I start heading down to my truck, and there's this fat fucking white guy handing out fucking parking tickets. 
And I'm like, dude, why are you giving me a ticket? Are oh, you been here for more than two hours, boy? You know, he seemed like he was trying to be a fucking pig, fucking cop. Probably a fucking cop wannabe that one day maybe wanted to be a cop but didn't have the fucking stones to be a cop. So now he's traffic fucking control. And he's a dick. So he says, you've been here more than two hours. Here's your ticket. I'm like, fuck. All right. I think to myself, well, the boss will cover it. The boss will be cool. You know, I'm out here fucking protecting his product, taking care of his shit. You would think he would want to go ahead and take care of that. I mean, it's only 53 bucks, right? I mean, that's not much to, you know, fork out, at least for the first ticket, okay? If I get a ticket on, you know, doing my job, it fucking sucks. But if I'm not cognizant of the times and shit, I can, you know, if I get another ticket, fuck it. I'll pay for it. But at least pay for the first fucking one, right? I mean, what do you guys think? What do you fucking think? So we had our company meeting on Monday after this fucking incident, right? I go into the meeting, I'm like, I throw down my ticket, I'm like, I got a motherfucking parking ticket. You know, I'm not saying anything directly to the boss, but he knows, he's sitting right there, I'd fucking drop it right in front of his fucking nose. And everybody kind of looks away and looks down and fucking doesn't address the fact that I got a fucking parking ticket, right? And the guy next to me, my fellow super duper slash project manager, had over fucking $1,200 worth of parking tickets. In fact, he couldn't even get his fucking tags fucking renewed for his fucking truck because he hadn't paid all these things they're like dude you need to pay all these or you're not going to get your fucking tabs then he starts getting tickets for bad tabs and he's getting more fucking parking tickets i'm thinking to myself what the fuck now that guy yeah you need to pay your tickets because you just fucking keep getting them right that's part of why they give you a fucking parking ticket in the first place is to teach you a little fucking lesson you don't want to pay the 53 fucking dollars. Don't get another fucking parking ticket, right? So the meeting goes on for like an hour, hour and a half, and the boss is in a bitchy mood anyhow, right? I've discovered about this fucking guy. He's a moody bitch. That's his fucking problem. Because when he's in a bad mood, he's a fucking rag, and he rags everybody at the fucking meeting. You guys know the guy. You got one at work. You know what I'm talking about. He's a dick. But when he's happy, everybody's laughing, high-fiving, fucking, you know, you can tell when he's made money that day, because he's in a good fucking mood. But he was ragging at the meeting, picking on me for shit, blaming me for shit. His fucking nephew smashed into the fucking side of our brand new building that has clear cedar tongue and groove. It's fucking beautiful. I'll admit the boss man did tell me to protect it. I did protect it, but not in the right fucking place. It was in the back corner. I was protecting it. The front corner, I didn't have anything up because I thought, fuck, you got a foot and a half on each side, man. So he fucking crashes into it, right? I get blamed for it. Yeah. I understand. Ultimately, it is my fault. But when I'm back there fucking yelling at his fucking nephew to fucking stop, and he doesn't, and he just fucking guns it forward and just rips his fucking siding off he needs to be held accountable too didn't say a fucking word not to the fucking nephew that's nepotism at its finest people if you ever want a definition of that just think back to this fucking episode and see what it is
Fucker gets his gas paid for, his cell phone paid for, his vehicle paid for. He doesn't have to pay a fucking dime, lives rent free. Now that's fucking beautiful, man. Coming to America, that's fucking beautiful. He's from fucking Vietnam. So he gets everything fucking handed to him. Now I understand, okay, he's your family. But don't flaunt that shit, man. Don't fucking shove it in my face. I would never fucking do that. I don't care who you are. You're going to work for me, you're going to work. Any benefit that you get, I think other people should fucking get too. Maybe not to the extent, of course. But, at least pay for my fucking fuel that I use while I'm at fucking work. Driving from fucking job to job into the office and shit. Why can't you fucking do that, bruh? So he's got a strike against him. Because, a couple days later I go into the office and I ask his wife. I'm like, hey. I got this parking ticket the other day. You think, are you guys going to go ahead and take care of that for me? And she goes, no, typically we don't pay for parking tickets, but uh, I'll go ahead and ask the boss and see what he says. So to me, that's a big fat fucking no, right? That's a fucking no. Whenever they say, well, I'm going to have to take this to the boss, then it's like, fuck. She probably didn't even do it because it wasn't mentioned. And it's not, the, it's not the fucking money, people. It's not the money, my friends. It's the fucking principle, right? At least pay for the first fucking ticket. And then I learned my lesson. Show a little class. Show a little fucking uh, loyalty to me. And I would fucking go to the mat for you. Right? I've said it before. Once I'm loyal, man, that's it. So no. That's a big fat no. I don't even have to fucking mention it. But you know what's really fucked up? Day before yesterday, I just moved my truck because I know I'd been sitting there right around two hours. I moved it up about two spaces, right? Right in front of my units. I'm sitting there and I'm doing some paperwork or texting or whatever I do for my job in my fucking truck. Oh, that's another thing that fucker said. I sit in my truck too much. He wants to see me at the office more. Motherfucker, my truck is my office, okay? That's my fucking office. And I do not want to come to the office and sit there and fucking do five minutes worth of paperwork and then get called back to the fucking job site because somebody has a fucking question. The fucking plumber, hey man, where do you want me to put this pipe? Or the electrician calling and saying, hey man, I need you down here. I don't know whether you want me to put a fucking three-way or a two-way switch on this. Come on, man. My office is on four fucking wheels, dude. I like to come in in the morning for an hour at the most and fucking head to the site and split from there. That's the way it is, brah. So anyway, I moved my truck just a few bays forward and I'm sitting there texting or writing or fucking whatever I'm doing. I look up and I see a fucking fat, fucking crew-cutted, fucking half-bald head kind of over the fucking hood of my truck. I'm like, that motherfucker, he's here to give me a ticket, but he can't, because I just moved, right? So he sees me, and he comes to the window, hey, you've been parked here for more than two hours. I said, dude, I just fucking moved. I was parked over there, right there. Oh, you've been on this, you've been here for more than two hours. I said, dude, I have not, I've been, I just moved, and he goes, that's two hours on the block. Apparently in Seattle, you can only be on that fucking particular block for two hours. 
somehow they fucking reworded it and shit, right? Somehow they fucking manipulated the fucking system a little bit more. Okay? So anyhow, he says, uh, you can either take the ticket or fucking move. He didn't say fucking, but that's what he was thinking, right? He's a fucking asshole. It's his job to be a fucking prick. So he's walking up the block, fucking just writing them up, man. There's probably six or eight cars on the one block that I was on. 53 bucks each. Yeah. Anyway, if I hadn't moved my truck and sat there for a minute inside of it, doing my fucking office work, right? I would have got another fucking ticket. That probably would have sent me over the fucking edge. Because I ain't down with that shit, man. There's cars parked there for fucking days. They don't get a ticket. You know what I was thinking I could do? I could take my ticket, put it in my fucking uh, windshield wiper, right? When I get to work, or maybe about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, just stick it in the window. So when they come by and they see that, they're like, oh, he already got a fucking ticket. We'll just let that one fucking go, right? So then at the end of the day, I just grab my ticket, put it in the truck, and off I go. I got a ticket, right? Fuck them guys. They probably would come over and touch my truck. I wonder if it's legal for them to even fucking come near my truck like that. What if they come and open that up? Is that their property or is that my fucking property? That's mine. My motherfucking ticket. You don't get to look at it, right? They're like fucking mobsters up there, man. The city will fucking hold you hostage for thousands and thousands and thousands of fucking dollars. So you can't fucking move forward with your job in a correct fucking safe manner, right? It's, it's fucking extortion, bro, in Seattle City Mafia. I wonder if there's still mob ties up there like that. You know, back in the day when the mob would fucking control the fucking city and the building and shit and the fucking engineers and the fucking inspectors and all that shit. Remember that? No, you don't. I don't either. But I know that's how it fucking was. You know? That reminds me, I remember when I was a kid, probably five or six, and my mom and sister and myself went down to see Dad again. That's what we did every couple times a year. We'd go down there and see Pops. I remember him and I going out one day, and we're driving around, and we go to this really fucking nice house in Seattle. It was like a big fucking rambler, you know? Fancy. And my dad pulls around the back, And there's like a basketball court there, and there's this dude playing basketball. Just one dude bouncing the ball, right? Or he might have come out. I'm not really sure. I don't really remember how he got there, but I remember my dad saying, Hey, go shoot some hoops with that guy while uh, I go inside. And he was in there for a while. I mean, dude and I played ball. And the guy was just, you know, probably mid-20s, 30, I don't know, but he was an older guy. And we were hanging out for a little while. And then dad comes out and off we go. I wonder what that was all about. Was that his drug dealer? Was that the mafia? What the fuck? I don't know. Anyway, it was just something I thought about. So I was really fucking hot with this guy about getting another ticket almost. Right? I mean, I was fucking mad as a motherfucking hornet, dude. It's like he knows and now... I'm a little concerned because my truck is a little bit recognizable. Once you see it, walk up on it, you fucking remember it, 
right? So now I'm a little concerned that that fat fucker is going to fuck with me. Because there was a car parked out in front of my project on the street all day, had a chalk line on the rear tire, and it was there all day and didn't get a ticket. Of course, I didn't see that dude all day. Maybe it was his day off because I know some of them city people work 10-hour days. And then they get a three-day weekend, man. I wouldn't mind doing that. I did that for a while in a union. That was pretty cool. I liked it. Anyway, so I'm a little concerned that my truck might be fucking uh, a target for this guy. We'll see. Luckily for me, I do have two driveways I can pull up into. In fact, I could even block them off and hold them just for me. But typically, I don't like to do that. I like to make sure that the vendors and the workers can get up close to the building and do their job way more efficiently and productively. That's what I should have said to the boss's wife when she says, typically we don't pay for those parking tickets. I should have said, well, fucking typically I don't flag in the middle of the street by myself with drivers not paying fucking attention to you in the street. With your fucking flag. You see. A lot of people don't pay attention. You have to have your head on a swivel. When you're out there flagging. Especially by yourself. You have to be on a swivel. I see people driving by. People coming up on me. 45. Yeah. Some people just driving right through the stop. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm risking my fucking life. Right? Kind of. For this. Yeah, I've been talking a little bit with another builder, yeah, I didn't do the interview, but we had some discussions, see I had an interview scheduled for Thursday, but I called it off, like I said before, I told this guy that I wouldn't pursue work, now, I'm not really going to pursue it, but I'm going to keep my ears open, and dude's got one strike against him, one stiff strike. And one that could almost be a strike. It's more like on the outside corner. uh, Between outside corner and ball. So he got away with that one. Okay. Oh yeah, the World Series is on people. Anybody paying attention? Man, I'm a Houston fan because they're in the same division as fucking Seattle, right? So, Washington Capitals come to Houston and they take two games from Houston. Boom. Right just like that. Amazing. It kind of bothered me a little bit because, fuck, Houston beat Seattle 18 times out of 19 last year or something like that. You kidding me? They got all this power, all this friggin' speed and pitching and everything. In the, in the Washington, is it Capitals? Anyway, whoever it is, it's D.C. You know who they are? Yeah, anyway. Houston beat them last night, so it's uh, 2-1. They're going to play again tonight. Hopefully they can tie it up. You guys see where that knucklehead president of ours says right on a fucking some kind of rally or whatever the hell he's doing now. We're building a wall on the border of New Mexico. We're building a wall on the border of Colorado. The people are loving it. They're enjoying it. They're so, so happy. What the fuck? Does anybody write for this guy? Doesn't he have a... Don't most presidents have fucking speechwriters and shit? So he's just making up his own 
rhetoric as he goes. He babbles along. I mean, what an idiot. Come on, man. He's not the most powerful man in the world, okay? No. The President of the United States in this situation is the most... Hmm... You guys fill in the blank. I, I haven't any words. I have no words for this guy anymore. I really don't. I mean, what can you say? What can you really say about the President of the United States of America? What did we do, man? Did we, did we go back a couple hundred years? Did we... Did we fall back a couple hundred years? I think we did. Because the thinking that's going on, and nobody wants to work for this guy, okay? Everybody either fires or quits. The ones that he fires are typically the ones that uh, don't want to follow his rules. Because he has a certain set of rules for his life. And these rules are only for Don and his family, okay? So everything else doesn't matter to this knucklehead. I don't know. I'm speechless on the uh, president's speech. <laughs> anyway, so my job thing will work itself out, I'm pretty sure. And if my daughter ever listens to this podcast, happy birthday, Rachel. I love you. And I hope you all out there have yourselves a great week. Go Hawks. They're going down to Atlanta tomorrow. You know, these are one of those games where Seattle can just shit the bed, you know? They can go down there. They can either dominate, kick some ass, or completely shat themselves, all right? So they keep playing the way they play, man. I'm I'm not down so much with that. It's like a big disappointment every week. Why would I want to watch that? I could just listen to the scores at the end, you know? Anyway, I realized when I was editing through this that I said fuck and fucking a lot and I noticed when I was saying this I was a little agitated my speech was a little bit sped up so in the future I'm gonna pay more attention to that because I don't think anybody wants to listen to me say fuck and fuck in every other word so I'll keep my uh, ears open for that I don't want to offend anybody make anybody feel bad but you all have yourselves a great week. I have been, and I am, you Winton. Peace.